Our writers, <laughs> our fart fart word, and Barf Jones. <laughs> yes, yes. You gotta do this more often. I know. Uh, hey guys, Caitlin and I have both had really Ooh. terrible uh, high and outside. recent histories. So yes, we will both be playing the role of high and outside tonight. Welcome. To Welcome. Hey Beautiful. And yeah, this is, I think this is the first time besides first time in New York. So this is the second time I've been sandwiched on this show. Mm. And I think it's a little more, more recurrent for you. I, I would say I have the reverse. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It was, it was called for tonight. Um, yeah. But I'm saving that story for Caitlin for later. Um, the mm-hmm. only news that I have at the top... I didn't even give Kate a chance. I was just like, hi. <laughs> it's fine. I've been thinking about my own stupid shit all day. So, uh, the only <laughs> thing I see at the top of the show is that Kevin is gay! <gasps> I is there a gayer name than Kevin like, with peace and love? No. Maybe David. David <laughs> is such a gay name. Every David I know is gay. And, like, yeah. great gay. Like, really good gays. The best. So if your yeah. name's David and you're not gay, don't be offended. Davids are Sorry. the best gays. Right? I have You one. do. I love him. He's been in our lives He's the before. Best. Oh, my God. Oh, mistakenly. Um, how are you, Caitlin, before we dive in? So I hate that question. Oh, that's right. Lately. It's nice to see you, Caitlin. It's nice to see nice you. Nice to see you. Yeah. And it is. It's nice to see you. It is. You. It is oh, like, shit. I, um, Chris is away right now and I was trying to fill my time up with things to keep me busy or whatever. And because my, of our, you know, my perfect week or month yeah. or whatever, however long, I just have been canceling left and right. Except tonight I didn't cancel on you or my other friend and I probably shouldn't have canceled on the other things because it definitely helped fill yeah, my bucket yeah, up a well, little that's bit. Yeah, but sometimes when you, oh. just, you don't want to. You just like, wow. It's together. kind of it's so fitting that we're we're talking about perfect week because everybody in this episode was also having a horrible week. I know, and you know what was funny is that throughout watching the episode, all I kept like getting sidetracked by the sports stuff, yeah. and then I like had to take the step back, doing the notes, and being like, "Huh, yeah." Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I was just like sports, sports, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because it's like, me, oh, this like, is not it's for not, me. It's over. It's not. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, but then when I actually thought about the episode, you know, it's about like everyone having like a shit week mm-hmm. together and like Barney was the sports. He was the distraction yeah, for them. And, and like <clears throat> I would say going into this episode, much like first time in New York, I was like, mm, this is one of my least favorite episodes. Same. And then when I watched it, I still kind of felt the same. <laughs> like, like same. It's, the the toothbrush thing. We'll get into it. That's the best part of this whole fucking episode. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Did you read my notes? No, already? I didn't. I actually, I had like a full paragraph about the shitness of this episode, but the shining. Moment it is. is it the is. toothbrush storyline. Like, Oh my god! And the the dialogue, like it was just directed so well. Like it was just so good. Anyway. Wow, yeah. we'll get to it. We'll um, get into it. <laughs> but like this is this is the first I think this is the first episode that I can remember that has had such a 
such a racist joke as like the running joke for the whole episode. Oh, I could not. I don't think I I didn't think it was funny the first time I watched it. And no. now like given how much how much more information we've got about, you know, stereotypes and media now, like as white people. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. It wasn't even funny. I hated watching them laugh about the jokes. Yes. I hated watching them jo- make more of these like, jokes. Ted should have been the butt of all of the jokes the entire time. Not this poor girl that Ted was too dumb yeah. to, to, to pronounce her name right. Like, that's what I really hated. Um, yes. Was, that's the difference between punching up and punching down. I kept thinking of your – I love when you talk about punching up and punching yeah. down, and that's all I kept fucking thinking about. Right. That's – like, the very first paragraph is, like, can we just address at the very beginning of this episode, there's a lot of really bad jokes. They're not funny. They're not creative. They're not innovative. Yeah. Like, it, there's it's just not the same cal- quality or caliber. And what makes me sad because they – these writers wrote Sorry Bro. I know. And, and like, that was right. fun. But it was another. It was kind of cheap episode, right? Yeah. Like, and there's all the sports. Team. Yeah, so it's like this this bro writing team apparently is not our favorite. Um, it's also it's also an episode that doesn't have any effect on any of the plot anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's we're none of this is going to like roll out into anything else right at the end of the episode barney still has right. his job so like literally nothing moves and we don't even know what he does so still. please so we're but, never like none of this is ever going to have any consequence much like another fucking Zoo episode right <laughs> who wrote that did these people write that fucking episode oh no, they didn't. I don't know who wrote. I was actually going I to look it up. It. Now I have to because now I'm nervous because if it's Carter and Craig, I'm gonna feel so I know, betrayed. I know. I, that's why I didn't. I'm gonna feel so betrayed. That's why I didn't because I had to look up. One of the first things I did as soon as I started this episode, I was like, "Oh, that's right, all the baseball." Mm. I was like, "Who fucking wrote this?" And I was like, "Wait, I hope it's not Craig and Carter." Oh my god, I hope it's not. It's Craig too and gimmicky for them be. and too surface. It it's is. just surface plots that are funny, but like. I don't think they even bro. ever mention anything that happens in this episode again. Like the toothbrush thing, I don't, you know, it's just like you could have mm-hmm. dropped this into any season. Or dropped or it. Or dropped it in the toilet along with all the cook poo jokes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Stephen Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, I, that was See, a and good that's one. how you do it without making fun of her name. Right. Although. Marshall, the way Marshall said you're really smearing the poo name was very funny, that, but the joke. That, so, yeah. You so could have made it a German back, guy and done like Turdburger as the last name, you know, yeah. like, oh, poo. Asian people have the last name poo. Isn't that funny? Because it sounds like, like poop. Like, and poop jokes are funny. And this is just wasn't. Right. And they also, there is... Because it's not a poop joke. It's a joke about a, an, an ethnic yeah. name. That's, yeah, exactly. And, like, they also never did anything between cook and poo. Like, they were just such basic jokes. Like, it was just not creative. Was, like there This was episode, no... I hope, was written in, like, a day. Two days. Ugh. Like, I'm sorry, guys. We're just fucking dragging the shit out of this episode. And I we haven't know. even started. Okay. Um... We have things to do. We need. I'm. S- oh yeah, that's right. 
I love it. You want me to take over a little bit, baby? No, I got it. Um, Okay, so let's get into the real episode now. Stay tuned at the end for legendary moments from listeners like you. Let's get into Perfect Week. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon Almighty Five Level members, Arjun, Adam, Tish, Johnny, and Ben. Thanks to... Are you laughing at me? Yeah, because like this is not going to work. Both work if we're both with the sandwich. Because I'm listening to you do the, your your intro. <laughs> Wait, you're listening to me do my intro? I mean, like I'm watch. I'm like experiencing this happening. Oh I'm just thinking about how like I struggle with it, and I'm so glad that you're always able to like carry the team. And I'm like, fuck. And now you're fucking me up. I know, sorry. <laughs> okay. Right, I'm going to mute myself. It's fine. Like we're on a Zoom call. Yeah, just please mute, Caitlin. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much, Diane. That's such a great point. Thanks to all our patrons for their support of the show. Our Patreon works on a sliding scale. You give what you can each month and you'll receive all the perks we offer. Join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. Oh, Yeah. You know what goes great with a sandwich? Cookies! And treats! Girl, I have a dozen molasses <gasps> crinkles in the freezer and the almond cookies. They both yeah. came, and I'm so excited. So shout out to Rachel's Cookies and Treats for hooking you up so fast. I forgot. I know. Their turnaround time is, is nice. Well, you know, it has to be, Caitlin, because there are no preservatives. That's right. They're made with all real ingredients. Yeah. It's like baking them at home. Like if you're not going to eat them in a couple days, stick those puppies in the freezer because mm-hmm. it's just no preservative, natural goodness made in small batches. From a small family-owned and operated business, well, which is Woman-owned too. Woman-owned, which of course is just like chef's kiss, our favorite. Yes. And- you know, what I love about Rachel's Cookies and Treats is that as much as we love them, they love us. Yes. And they love us so much that they give our beautiful HB fam a promo code for 25% off your order that you can use again and again and again. What's that code, Caitlin? It is. Write this down because you're probably eating a sandwich. <laughs> I hope. Just kidding. But if you are eating a sandwich, definitely write it down so you don't forget because Smokepot forgot. So it is capital H-B-F-A-M. Yeah. H-B-F-A-M. So, and you'll get 25% off your entire order. And Kate, you did some math for us last week or last episode. Oh, that's you, right. Where, well, yeah. as I was placing my order, I found out. Yeah, you saved a buttload of cash. How much I saved with our awesome code yeah. and these are real Hymium fans. These are real Hymium fans as well. I feel like I need to point that out. Yeah. They've been yeah. in our, our live watches before, and they're just awesome people who are making like genuinely awesome snacks. So get on over to rachelscookiesandtreats.com, use our code HBFAM, and get your cookies and your treats. They'll ship anywhere in the continental US. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> All right, we're done. Calling it a night. Yeah. Sorry, that's Ooh. the whole episode, guys. Caitlin that's edited it so perfectly that we're done. Uh, okay, so this is season five, episode 14, Perfect Week. It first aired on February 1st, 2010. Our writers, <laughs> who we summarily dragged at the top of this episode, <laughs> our fart, fart word. <laughs> 
and Barf Jones. <laughs> yes, yes. You gotta do this more often. I know. What the fuck? You're way what more, have I you're been just doing? Like, I don't know. Not living. <laughs> Not living. Uh, and the director, of course, Pam Fryman. So, okay. So do you want to do this like we each take a night? Because it's just sure. like a stupid Except the first three episode. nights are crazy. I know. Um, I was like, wait, the credits haven't even bitch, come Bitch, I know. They're always. <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. It was definitely like a different, a completely different style than yeah, we're used like, to Yeah, I was just like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, so, um, well, we can just sum it up. Like, I'll just sum it up, and then you can take yeah. the night three. Um, so, basically, Barney's nervous, and we see him sitting in an office. We don't know why he's nervous, and before we can get any information about that or really even remember what's happening, he is being interviewed by Jim Nance. I don't know who Jim Nance is. Elizabeth, who's Jim Nance? Does he mostly do baseball? I thought I read he didn't always just do baseball, which I found interesting because I was like, this is a baseball episode. Yeah. Liz but, confirms he does all of it. Yeah. Um, so whatever. Barney is being cool. interviewed by Jim Nance. <laughs> which is spelled N-A-N-T-Z, not Nance. Like I N-A-N-C-E. thought it was Nance with a instead of an E. Nancy with an E. Uh, Nance like dance, right? <laughs> I went Nancy with an E and you went dance. <laughs> Sometimes we're not the same. Um, diversity is important, guys. So, <laughs> diversity of thought, because we had the exact <sighs> same upbringing. Okay, don't cut anything from this. I episode. think we should just change the name of our show to <laughs> High Beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like do it like an April Fool. Oh, but... that'd be fun. Or maybe like once yeah. a month we have a High Beautiful, where I'm also high. Um, <gasps> I kind of like that, right? I'm obsessed. Oh, and you can make like hot leaf um, print umbrella. Or make just like an umbrella that looks like pot leafish. I don't know. And zoo or false, I will need to be high. That's a high beautiful episode. (laughs) That's a high beautiful. So this is the first high beautiful episode, guys. Um, I need to remember that because that's amazing. Okay, so speaking of high, did you listen to Alaska's new song? No. So I couldn't. I, I saw you post it on your stories, but I could not. My, do you ever have like your volume off and you go to listen to the Instagram video and the volume won't play? Yes, and like, God. I couldn't do it. And I was, app. Right. <laughs> I was you, so Mark mad Zuckerberg. that I was just like, fuck this. And then yeah. I forgot about it. So thank you. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And it was perfect for I today. I love Alaska. It's perfect for our story later. Um, okay. Oh, so Barney's being interviewed by jim nance some guy about some his last week and it's like it's got a very sp- like sports center kind of feel to it right like those mm-hmm. documentaries mm-hmm. what are they well, i forget mm-hmm. what they call them 30 for 30 30 for 30 thank you so much i do, i actually don't even know what they really are chris always asks if i'll watch one with him and i go yeah it's yeah, the sure. only time then- men let themselves cry i'm convinced did he fucking cry no i know i've, he, I've seen him cry at other times so i'm oh, just okay. like laughing because i'm like i don't know because i'm like i'm like because there's always the like, and then my dad be... was at the my dad was at the game. <laughs> you know, there's always that oh, piece. It's oh like God. Jesus, guys. No, I always just fall asleep. That's yeah. just, it just means I'm gonna read read a book until I just pass out yeah. on the couch next to him. But if he's gonna, if it's one of those, I'm gonna watch him. Okay, it's like Brian's song. <laughs> Rudy, <laughs> dude, you need to watch. We'll get back to this episode in a second, or maybe not. You need to watch 
the fucking documentary on do you have netflix yes there's a documentary about the danbury trashers have you guys fucking watched that <gasps> no the hockey team we almost oh, oh wait my hold God. on caitlin i think chris did oh it's so what was it good. called? i'm pretty sure i fell asleep for most of it i don't know what the the actual show is called um it, it was like a bunch of sports things yeah, though yeah i can't remember if it, it, like the guy like bought this team for his son yes but he was like actually really good at it yeah and but he also loved the wwf so i can't remember if i only <sighs> watched the preview or if i actually Caitlin, watched it. it is so good because okay so this fucking mobster in connecticut and danbury buys his son this team speaking of, i gotta oh, go ahead buys his son this team and his son is like so excited. He's like like in high school, mm-hmm. and now 17, he owns. I think. Yeah, he now he owns a fucking hockey team, like a professional, like a semi a professional <laughs> team, like minor league team. And in addition to loving hockey, this kid also loves WWF, and it is the height, the height of WWF. And at the same time that he loves these two things. The fucking NHL goes on strike. So there's all of these real players who need or want jobs. And they see this team in Danbury where they're like starting fights on the ice every fucking night. And the stands are full every single night. And it's just like the whole story of this fucking team and obviously the demise of the team. And so, yeah, you definitely it's so good. I I that's how you remember like. I feel like I I feel like Chris did watch it, or maybe because I remember seeing it like the end, like inter like there was like some guy was like talking about like being recognized and like something I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And they re- and they knew him from the the Danbury Trashers and not his his like championship winning games. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So anyway, so um, back to this. It turns out that Barney has never had a perfect week, we learn. And he decides to go for it while he's nervous about whatever he's nervous about. Um, so we cut back to the bar, night one, and he's calling his shot like like Babe Ruth would. Which I thought was like a Sandlot reference, but it's, <laughs> it is it's, a re- sand- it's a specific game. I looked it up. Yeah. The home run hit by Babe Ruth when he's on the New York Yankees, the fifth inning of Game 3 of the 1932 World Series, held on October 1st, 1932 at Wrigley Field in Chicago. And you know what? I bet he was fucking hammered. Oh, yeah. I bet he was hammered and just fucking called a shot like, yeah. and did it. Yeah. Fucking gross. Um, so, so, yeah. So he does the Babe Ruth. Um, and then this is where we start to – he's, like, off doing his thing. And then we get to – hear a little bit about um how everyone's weeks are already off to a bad start robin Mm -hmm. had a bad date um next night robin's like oh like i don't i feel bad like this guy's definitely gonna gonna, yeah this guy's definitely gonna want to go out with me again like what am i gonna do um just so cocky and falls so fast so that's established and then they they weave in ted's horrible week Mm. on night two and that's why the credits are so late because like they they introduce all the yeah all the things yeah Mm -hmm. and ted's is the terrible stupid jokes that are dumb he called a girl uh, he called a name in his class he thought it was a a joke name and the poor girl runs (sighs) out crying (laughs) after trying to say here 
Here. And like she is so good. Here. She is so good at being like pitiful, right? And not like mm-hmm. in a meme, like worthy of pity. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God. And that makes it like 10 times worse. Yeah. And you're just like dying. Dying. Like this is the most uncomfortable I think I ever am in a in a How I Met Your Mother episode. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I can't think of a time where I'm more like, oh no. Like that's yeah, really it's bad. it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, and then night three, <laughs> Barney decides to go for small boobs. And oh wait, hold on, back up. I yeah, love yeah, this yeah. A part of the episode at the end of night two when he's talking with Jim Nance, and he's oh, okay. and he's like everyone's commenting. They're like, and Barney's like, I'm just assuming that's what everyone says when oh, I'm not there. That's right. And he goes, I buy it. And Jim Nance goes, I buy it. You're awesome. <laughs> Oh, Barney. Like, I just love, like, I don't know anything about Jim Nance at all, but I just love Barney's version of his yeah. responses. Well, yeah, and it's 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 Jim Nance through Barney's brain. So yeah. it's perfect. It just makes me, like, giggle when you see those things. But, In my all mind, right, so night three. Jim yeah. Nance thinks I'm awesome. Um, okay, so. Then the then comes the only storyline that's like really worth anything, yeah. which is Marshall and Lily have accidentally revealed to another couple they were courting that uh, they have used the same toothbrush for their entire relationship. They have shared one toothbrush, and I I'm hope they've obviously replaced it over time, but mm-hmm. every time they're sharing it, just the one. What's your thought on toothbrush sharing? That's fucking not for me. I don't want to shame people, but we each have our own toothbrush. Do you people share a toothbrush? I have shared a toothbrush. Like when we went away on vacation, I didn't have a toothbrush and it was like three days before I could finally fucking remember to go and get the goddamn toothbrush. But like it didn't bother me. Right. But that is not it was that, it wasn't i it wouldn't i just meant in general toothbrush oh in sharing. general no but like no i would wouldn't want to do that every day for years it's weird right. i have a very big fear of gum disease because you would be going through them twice as fast you'd always have to keep replacing them because two people are using it twice a day gross right well, I mean, turns out, turns out, four people were using it twice a day, which is the best for part of this whole fucking thing. Uh huh. Yeah, it's my a plot. I'll tell you right now. Um, Say, oh, stop it! You're in my brain. <laughs> uh, so Barney goes off for night three, and this is where we get the the superstition coming in. Um, of. Don't jinx it. You can't say perfect week. You can't acknowledge that he's trying to do that. You can't talk at all. Nope. Just shut your shut your stupid mouth. Because he's going for seven nights, seven babes. Yeah, so if you are like me and you don't know anything about sports, you might not really know what a perfect game is or like whatever. So like for Barney, perfect week means seven girls, seven days, no rejection. So in mm-hmm. baseball, mm-hmm. a perfect game is... Um, happens when a pitcher retires each batter on the opposing team during the entire course of a game, which consists of at least nine innings. In a perfect yep. game, no batter reaches any base during the course of a game, which is pretty amazing. And yeah, no, you can, not even like hitting them. <laughs> right. And so there's only been 23 true perfect games throughout baseball history. 
Wow. I thought it would yep. be more than that, but that's incredible. 23, which is my favorite number. Um, oh, and bitch, so don't, I don't get confused. I was like, wait. I'm triggered by numerology today, but I'll tell you later. Okay. I can't wait. Um, um, but <laughs> that really just fucking. Uh. I thought a perfect game was a no hitter, but they're not the same because a no hitter <gasps> means there's no um, runs, but you can get on base with walks or yeah. getting hit by the pitch. Right. Okay, so I've seen no hitters, right? But I have but a perfect not, game. probably not seen a, per, a perfect game. I'm, I God, boring as shit. A no hitter, or I, I, yeah, because like, I mean, a no hitter is a no hitter is uh, you just is a shutout, right? I think so. Don't ask me. I don't know what a Isn't shutout that just, is. That, that seems like. Bay, I have a sports question. <laughs> Is a no-hitter a shutout? And are all shutouts no-hitters? Oh, so you gotta do the reverse. It's important. Like, obviously, an, a no-hitter is a shutout. But is every shutout technically a no-hitter? Because no, there were no hits. Oh, no, but hits get people on bases, not runs. Okay, I worked it out. Fuck, you know way more than I do. I don't know any of that shit. Was I muted? I wasn't muted, was I? No, you... I don't think so. No, because I could hear you. Okay, cool. The the last... The most recent perfect game was August 15th, 2012. Oh, no, you're muted. Okay, I'm just making sure. Okay. The last one was 2012, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. No hitter or perfect game? Oh, wait. I think I said perfect game. Wow, guys. (laughs) It's going well. I know. I don't... See, this is... I don't... mm. I don't know. I just Who cares? The it's wrong fine. Thing. And nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> Literally cares. Literally no one cares. Literally. Literally. Yeah, no anyway, cares. so. <laughs> Keep it going. But so according to Barney, the mm-hmm. only person to have ever had a perfect week and a perfect game oh, that's is right. Mustache Pete Drexel. So there actually was a real person named Mustache Pete, and mm-hmm. he was a member of the Sicilian Mafia in the early 20th century. Oh. So when you're talking about the trash... The trashers. Yeah, I was and I was thinking of the of this connection, but it was, we got there quick. Yeah. Um so but of course, you know, mustache Pete Drexel is is Barney. Is Barney, just like <laughs> Barnabas Stinson and all of them. That was the the Broco. There was another historical guy who I can't remember. I can't uh I don't know. Anyway. Doesn't matter. He does this a lot. <laughs> That's all you need um, yeah, and he does this a lot too. In that, like, he's tried to get the perfect week, and there's been times where he's been close. But mm. this is a pretty precarious situation, and at any time, anything could go wrong. So, yeah. back at the bar, some more cook poo jokes. I literally don't even write anything about them because they are not worthwhile. Far, Robin's phone's ringing, but it's not Dale. The man who's rejecting her. <laughs> it's her mom who's got some major league health stuff. So another baseball reference. Um, oh. Right? Oh, yeah. Major League. Major League. Did she have a loot? She didn't. Oh. See, this is how you know these dudes did not, don't yeah. write very often on the show. Rude. Yeah. Uh, but of course she doesn't pick it up because it's her mom. But, right. Um, and 
at you know at this point like she's like irritated because it's like well do you actually want him to call you like what is the deal yeah. and she's and so then she just i love like the pettiness between the these three groups mm-hmm. you know marshall and lily ted and then robin all making fun of each other and as soon as one gets uncomfortable they throw whatever's bothering the other one in the in the other face like mm-hmm. way to be supportive friends <laughs> just like fuck you i'm having a bad day so you can have a worse one right. um but yeah, so then they bring up the toothbrush. And so this is when we find out exactly how many people were sharing this toothbrush because <laughs> he wants some clarification on it because how long did they how long have they been doing this for? Because they live together and they're like always. And he's like, Well, you also kept your bathroom in your toothbrush in the bedroom, not the bathroom, which is also weird. And doesn't you he see remember this- not buying a toothbrush? Like what? Or maybe he's the only one who was replacing them, and Marshall just assumed it was Lily. He would. Ted would. Yeah. <gasps> That's so smart. Right? Yeah. And then, But I love this. When you see the look on everyone's face when they realize that Ted and Marshall and Lily were all using the same toothbrush. <laughs> For so long. Oh. <laughs> But so before funny. they can really like go at it, they, their Barney goes four for four. Four for four. So then night five comes along, and now like it's just there's no metaphor for baseball anymore. Like Ted is watching, eating hot dogs. We have the fucking mm-hmm. organ music. He's calling for the beer. Like mm-hmm. he is watching. He's like in a stadium as he watches a pitcher like on their way to yep. a perfect week. Doesn't want to take his eyes off him. Um, but Marshall has some shocking information mm-hmm. and that's that this big merger at work fell through and Barney's being blamed for it. And so he's fucking terrified. And apparently Friday is potentially fire o'clock. Of course, Lily wants, <sighs> wants to offer comfort, wants to help him by making him do what she wants. Very Britta from Community. I, that show is such a ripoff, but... I actually don't even ever want to watch it now because I didn't like Britta to begin with. Like, she annoyed me so much. Um, She gets more ridiculous and she gets better. But... No, like, it was, like, more like a Victoria, Stella, like, she made a stupid... (laughs) There's something about her. She does have faces, yeah. Um, I have... I am now on my second watch through because the first time I did not really... I was so resistant to it that, like, the first seasons, I was just like, oh, God, oh, God. And then at some point I was like, oh, my God, I kind of like it. So then I wanted to watch it again. All Um, right, all right. But, yeah, so that that reminded me of of Britta, just always trying to butt it and make people feel their feelings, uh, which is what Lily is so good at, um, except Mm -hmm. now. So the boys don't want her to go over there because she's going to fucking ruin it. And so instead we get Ted going up. (laughs) And it's like uh, the catcher walking up to the plate, like between pitches, to be like, mm-hmm. "Yo, what are we gonna throw? What are we gonna do? What's the fucking strategy? How does he look like in the box? Like, what's going on?" Right. Um, so many things lost on me. <laughs> I mean, I played. Did you play softball or baseball or anything? I was on the team. <laughs> because everybody, it was like fucking mandatory. I played like once. Every, like, level. Like, I played one year of t-ball, one year of minor league, one year of softball, one year of high school. You did? Yeah, you also did a year. You also did a little field hockey. Two years of field hockey. I was the JV captain. Yes, bitch. Oh, you were my captain. 
Yeah, because the coaches the coaches felt bad for me and the other only other sophomore on the team who didn't make who varsity. Was that? So Laura Appleby. Oh my god, that's right! You guys were our so captains. The, we were the captains, friend, which means like, like you were the we'll babysitters of the freshmen. Basically, she was like, "We'll make you guys the captains." We're like, "That oh. this this sucks." Oh, this sucks. But we were cool, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Hello, you <laughs> were there. I loved you. That's so funny. So, were you there when Sarah Klein Sarah got cracked her head open? Yes, on my watch. On my fucking watch. She was right next to me. I almost fucking passed out. It was so gross. My head hurts thinking about it. I saw her skull, dude. She touched her own skull. I can't remember that. <laughs> She touched her own skull. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, did I? I My raccoon skull's up, by the way. I'll have to show you it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you went and found it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you It was you down that. there. You didn't tell me if you Chris found it. Chris found it for me. He goes, he came in one day from like doing yard work and he goes, yo. I go, what? He goes, <gasps> I found something. I went, oh, I said, you found the skull? And he was like, I hope, I was hoping that would be your reaction. And so, Yay! yeah, I looked up how to like clean it and I soaked it in peroxide and it's so white now. Cool. It's wild. It was so brown, yellowy. So kind you did of, a, like, a European mount? Um, no, it's just on my Halloween shelf. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll show you a picture. The Liz teeth fell me... out, some of them, so I have to like super glue the teeth back in. Liz found me a bird skull. <gasps> it's so delicate. I was gonna say, it's so tiny and delicate. I it's bet. So oh, it's so. feel like air. It does. It's like there's nothing in your hand. Look at our look at our people just going out and finding fucking skulls for us. We right? did it, Caitlin. We did high five. We did yes. it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. Her fucking spooky asses. She was like, "Put this on your altar." I'm like, "Oh my god." high-fiving baby cake yeah i guess like, mine is kind of like it. an altar i call it the halloween shelf but it's really like it really is i guess around more, yeah i love it's it it's just up it's right when you first walk into the house that's what you were greeted with spooky all right yeah. so what the hell were we talking about oh, okay so yeah ted goes up there to try to figure out <laughs> who he should fucking go for like what the best choice is and this this is fucking I, funny i appreciate that's what i said i can appreciate these jokes yeah these jokes are funny and then when he goes back to clever. the table, yeah, the when heater, he, the heater is outside. Great. They outside said on the, the slider. The slider was really the hamburglar. They call her. Come on, like all of those. Well, and good. that's that was fucking funny when he goes back to the table and he's <laughs> and he, he had like forgotten what he was supposed to say to Barney. <laughs> and he gets back and Lily's like, "How was it?" And he's like, "Oh, he's gonna take a swing at the fucking hamburger." <laughs> like totally forgot he was supposed to be helping his friend. Ted, does, that was fucking funny. Uh, I agree. I Lily's, agree. Lily's like, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> so Lily is, of course, mad that Ted didn't try to help. But it backfires because as soon as she starts calling him out, he brings up the toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get more stupid cook poo jokes and then more of, of them jabbing about Dale um, because he still hasn't called. And now Robin is the one that's like... She's like fallen in love with him because he's been just oh, so unavailable. He's unavailable, yeah. Yeah, she even though he's got one bad eye, apparently. Oh, yeah. too soon. Fuck. I, the whole thing. The whole thing. Fuck. Right? Like God. major league health issues. Oh. His one good eye. That's fucking crazy, dude. There's a couple other ones. I was just like, fuck you. Fuck you. Dude, that's fucking wild. I know. Life is so weird. I was like, um, is it too soon to say that, like, I was going to say, 
you know, she should be a pirate oh. for Halloween. But Chris was like, too soon, too soon. Too My friend soon. at work was like, that's twisted. I love yeah. it. I mean, like, yeah, our people. Did you just hear Liz fart? <laughs> you fucking asshole. That's totally going to be on the mic. I can't wait to hear it. Um, Your costumes. How did I not talk about that? Bitch. It was. Bitch. I your like, makeup. I loved it so much. Like, me I too. I hate myself for like, I loved it. No, it's it was like full bimbo. And people were like, oh my God, you should dye your hair blonde. I was like, that is not my skin tone. I had so much bronzer on. I watched so many fucking drag queen tutorials about you- makeup. You knocked it out and of the honestly, park. Honestly, it didn't take that long. Like, once I actually really? had all the shit together, I fucking contoured my face. It, I, like, I. Isn't that crazy? It just, like, changed the entire shape of my face. And especially the eyelashes. Like, my sister. Like, I could not stop staring at my your My sister makeup. was like, I, your eyes don't look like your eyes. Like. Yeah, I couldn't. I know. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, it was really fun. It was a good time. And like nice comfy costumes, you know? I, I really appreciated the, the nude under clothes. Thank you too, so much. Like the leggings. Mine were a little too dark, but it was hard to tell on Amazon. Um, but I think it went well perfect. with your bronzy face. Yeah, it's true. It right I just wish the middle was a little more tan. But also let me tell you, I was having such like, like a white guilt moment. I'm like in the store and I'm like, you cannot go too dark. No. You cannot go too dark. You cannot make, like, get anywhere fucking close. Because, like, I picked one up and honestly I was deciding based on the name because they always racistly give black and brown, more black and brown skin tones. Like, food names. Food names. Chocolate. And so when it, or like porcelain. So it. Bisque. It, but yeah. not soup bisque. Like, like the glass bisque. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, as it got darker... It went from tan, which is a color, to caramel. And I'm like, yeah, there, like there is a – it's insane. So I was just like, I can – I don't want to put on caramel. Like if I'm not tan enough, then I'm not tan enough. I'm never ever going to even let one person be questioning if that's what I meant. No. It's so easy to not. I just showed you how to not. <laughs> yeah, you just – don't. don't do it. You just fucking You go don't. like this with your hand and move the mouse and click. Yeah. I, the, during the interview, Jim asks Barney if he's ever used performance-enhancing oh, yeah. drugs. And Barney says he's, you know, really respects the game too much, although he has been offered. And this scene also made me giggle. Oh, this you know, was good. Marshall and Lily. Yeah. You know, Marshall's sitting there in the chair across, you know, by Barney. Um, he's, like, holding a pillow. He's got this little, silly little grin on his face. And then Lily's, like, folding laundry, kind of looking dreamy. Just, like, fully railed out of her mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Barney, or Marshall's telling Barney, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Like, I have some more if you want to and Marshall declines, and then he's just kind of sitting there, and he asks Barney what time it is. And I, like, at first, was, I didn't realize, and then he counts on his fingers, and he's like, I have to go to the hospital. That was so fucking funny. Oh, so good. So now it's um, night six, and Barney shows up at Ted's apartment, and Ted's like, dude, what are you doing here? But Barney's got it under control. He is already six for six. Turns out he had an afternoon delight at Chili's with a hairdresser from <laughs> Staten Island. He's probably just visiting his mom, you know? <clears throat> just let him I mean, it. It, whatever. He got it done. Which part are you gagging about? The, the Chili's? 
I actually like chili. Me fucking too. It's the only one. I feel it, like we've had the discussion yeah. about Southwest egg rolls on this show. <sighs> sweet, sweet release. Yeah. Before, I'm so hungry. Before Jack could drive, he was going to Chili's with his friends. And so I dropped him off and then he got a ride home. Mm. I fucking had a to-go order oh, ready bitch. for me when I dropped yes. him off. Yeah. <laughs> That is adulting right there. Right? I love that. I was like, you go in ahead. Like, I'll go into the side door over here for my to-go order. You know, the thing, mm. I, the, the thing I love most about you is probably the thing that you do that I've never, ever, ever seen someone else do in my entire life. And do you know what that is? I have no idea. Getting popcorn from the movie theater and then leaving. Oh. <laughs> like... You do that, right? Haven't you Often. done that? Yeah, Often. That's like your thing. Oh, you just muted yourself. It's fucking genius, dude. I mean, I love going to the movies, but like there's something ballsy about it. I can't believe I do out. it, to be honest. It's so I walk cool. in without a ticket. I walk right past them. I go, I'm just getting popcorn. <laughs> I love it so much. We went last weekend to see Dune. How was um, it? Timothy, sh- whatever, is so pretty. Like, he's got such yeah, fine bone structure. Fine. Like He he's... shouldn't have been Lori, but yeah. No. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but he just has, like, a pretty face. Yeah. Like, he just looks, like, he's um, for the kids. Yeah. gentle. Yeah. Um, it was fine. I, didn't, yeah. I don't know anything about it. It's like a sci-fi, futuristic-y book. But yeah. what I, it definitely, like, had been written in the 80s because, like, the main characters' names are, like, Paul... And Jessica, like that's like the mom and son, like Timothy, whatever his name is, Paul. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Paul. like fuck. Paul, so which is a fine name, but it's just like it's 80s as fuck. It's it, yeah, it's 80s Jessica? technology. Jessica, come on, yeah, yeah. um, baby no, Jessica I, of the just... well, Jessica. <laughs> Um, there's a a new Batman movie and fucking Robert Pattinson, a.k.a. Edward Cullen, plays Bruce Wayne. I cannot. I cannot. You know how stinky that costume is going to (laughs) be? I want to go to a movie so bad, but there's nothing I want to see. I don't. I will see anything. I saw Geostorm Mm. in the theater by myself. Look it up. Like, I just love, it was a 2017 action sci-fi movie. You're like, yeah, I'll fuck this up. An unprecedented series of, of natural just disasters throughout popcorn. the planet. You don't care if you, like, leave for a few minutes and come back. Literally. Doesn't matter. I, now story. that the seats are comfy, like, I just, there's something oh, about the, the entire seats. experience. Yeah. I just adore it. I just it's love the fucking best. The dude. sticky floor, the snacks, the popcorn, the soda. It's the, the only place I ever eat goobers, and it's mm. great. Okay, so Gerard Butler or Gerard Butler was in it. Jim Sturgis, Abby Cornish, Ed, Ed Harris, Andy Garcia. Gar- I, don't I don't even know, know most of those people. It was they're those people that are in everything, but you don't remember their names. With all due. Uh, it. It was a wonderful film. It has a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Did you like it? 
No. Oh, okay, cool. It was a, well. So that's the other thing. Like, I also, there's another natural disaster movie. I look at Chris coming out. I was like, I'll always see a natural. Oh, there's a Will, I Will Smith. I don't, I don't like this. Oh, plays um, uh, King Richard. It's about Venus and Serena Williams. Oh God. He plays the dad. Is that recent? Yeah, it's like a new, a new. Dude, um, did you hear about Venus and Serena's dad? No. Was he a shithead? He left five children and abandoned them before he became Venus and Serena's dad. Okay. So he has a whole other family. And? Fuck you! He has this whole... He raised Venus and Serena Williams. Caitlin no, I'm just kidding. That's terrible. That's I was legit like, oh my God. No, yeah, no, no. I just found that out. I was like, oh my God. He well, left fuck. to go like get... He he literally pulled up, I'm going for cigarettes and never came back. <gasps> but I think he was going to like buy his one of his kids something. Like, how do you deal with that in therapy? Well, it's like bad? my mom's dad who left when he was when my grandma was pregnant and my aunt never met her dad till she was in her 20s jesus christ he went to mexico to file for divorce because it was faster oh my god and that's why that's why gg always told me you don't rely on no man oh gg right if only women learn to hate men sooner in life you know what i mean oh (laughs) Right, so much wasted time. So much wasted time, man. Um, Ugh. All right, I literally don't know how we keep going on these bird walks, but I think we're on night six. Oh yeah, yeah. because I started talking about you started talking about like me going to the pop, getting popcorn. Yeah, I don't oh, remember. What happened Geostorm before. got a sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience rated it thirty five percent. I don't care, whatever. But anyway, so. Bitch, I saw yeah. Tosca in theaters. Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Lily corners I Barney guess. in the kitchen and tells him that she's got to talk to him about something and he can't use meaningless sex to distract <laughs> him. Yeah. Which I like, which annoyed um, me. I had a false. I, I had a whole long side <laughs> conversation planned about this, but yeah. we this whole episode's a whole long side conversation. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but it was just kind of basically like he doesn't know what's going to happen. He can't do anything until he has more information. So right. why is he going to, what's there to really talk about? He doesn't know. Like, How in, do you direct, distract yourself in those, in those times? Like when there's a, there's a, a ticking clock and you can't be relieved of that worry until like a week later. That's when my ADHD superpower kicks in. Mm, the pressure. More. So you like get, um, just get other shit done. Yeah. Well, like right now I have a bunch of vows I need to write. And what did I do yesterday? I cleaned my fucking house. Oh, there's always something else to do. And it's not like bad (coughs) because those things also need to be done. Yeah, but it's just not the thing I need to do. I know. know. No, but I I generally, um, when something, when I'm really stressed out about something, I'm usually pretty either withdrawn Mm. or I'm like snappy. Because I don't know what to do. I feel like um, everything feels at the surface for me. Yeah. And I'm so reactive. I just want to play video games. Yeah. That's how I am. Yeah, I either want to like completely dissociate. Yeah, yeah. Dissociate or like if I'm too. Shut that off until it's time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do what you got to do. Almost like a blackout. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Just dissociation. It's perfect. Wonderful. Fuck. Uh, Some more 
cook more poo jokes, mm. who's dropped Ted's class, which can you blame her? Yeah. And like I still hate that everyone's just like joking about her fucking name. Like it's just not funny. Yeah. And the jokes it just could have been it could have been better. But Yeah. Um and so yeah, I just love how at each other's throats everyone is. And they're all just like slinging mud at each other to piss each other off. Um Lily is still really adamant that Barney needs to talk about this and stop running away and it's how it's a cry for help. Mm-hmm. And the boys are like, no, 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 dude, like you don't mess with it. It's the perfect but you know, she's like, perfect what? Perfect week? And everyone gasps because Lily is <laughs> right. being such a fucking grinch. Perfect week, perfect week, perfect week. Like, why is she got to ruin this? Why She's she trying ruin the to fun? take the, she's, that's true. What is her motivation? Like, I mean, I guess she just wants Barney to feel his feelings, but it's very, it's very short-sighted. Because, like, it's not it, like, it's not like he just has general anxiety. It's about something specific. And it feels to me like it was written for somebody who doesn't really know Lily that well. Because, like, she wouldn't – she does – she steps in when it's important, when nobody else is – and, like, nobody else was gonna. But it wasn't, like, as big – I don't know. Yeah. It just annoyed me about it. Something about it didn't feel right. Why do I feel like – I feel like we've had this comment before about writers who come in. That, and if we haven't, we should say something about it, which is that they rarely, honestly, they rarely write anyone very well. Mm-hmm. Um, the men are kind of like surface and like overly sexual, but the women bother like me because, too. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's kind of two dimensional, like they're fucking like, like archetypes, mm-hmm. um, but the women, they're always annoying. Like, the men are not annoying when these guys write them. But the women are written to be fucking annoying. Nags. Yeah, you know? Like, they're both two-dimensional, but one's, like, getting laid, and the other one's, like, a fucking witch from hell. <laughs> like... Yes. Just that sucks. Like, we don't want to be annoying. No. And we're not annoying. You're fucking annoying. Ugh. God. <laughs> Talk more about your fucking baseball. Yeah, your stupid fucking baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Barney already has the sixth girl, so it's fine. At least it won't screw him up too much. But Mm -hmm. Lily's being a Grinch, you know, perfect week, perfect week, perfect week. Grow up. Yeah. Um, Lily, I thought this was her uh, slouchy beanie from the stakeout from Rough Patch. (gasps) Oh, and she's in, I don't know, she looks similar to that episode, but I couldn't find a good screenshot and I didn't, I didn't rewatch that episode. Um, but she, the look is very similar. So I'm wondering mm. if like the same person costumed her. Cause I love, I, I do love the slouchy bean. Me too. Um, Barney is already hitting it off for someone. It's night seven. This is the night. Um, and it seems like nothing's going to go wrong. Like he's locked in with this woman. Mm-hmm. Like it's. A done deal. But then in walks Nick Swisher. Who I didn't know who that was. <laughs> who allegedly <clears throat> won a World Series with the Yankees. I thought he looked a whole lot like uh, Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> On the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ryan Cabrera. 
Was that a wig? Tell me, His hair was so weird. It was so weird. But tell me he doesn't look like that. And that's what Rob mm. even says, the guy with the weird I hair. I feel like, this is what I'm picturing, is that Ryan Cabrera has a very small face on yeah. his head. Right? But so much hair. Like, I yes. feel like his hair even, like, was spiked around. Like, almost like Wolverine. <laughs> I wish there were so many spikes, Caitlin. I wish someone so would like animate spikes. this conversation and like draw what we're talking about. Yeah, do we know an animator? Because I'll we should do that. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be or so maybe that's fun. Just the fun. sandwiches talking. I don't you know. Um, okay, so Nick Swisher has arrived, which means. Um, <laughs> I guess his Bernie chances are over. Because, yeah, because the the only girl in the bar. <laughs> Like, it's just so, this part's sort of weird. And the only bar. The only, yeah. So, like, well, that was my question. My question was, does the perfect week involve also not picking a second girl that night? Like, is it a perfect week because. Yeah, because it's no, no rejections. No rejections at all. Yeah, it's seven girls and seven nights, no rejections. Okay. Okay. I missed that little, because I was like. Can't he just fuck somebody else? And then he said, I thought it was but just. But like where I I feel like you could make the rejection be like, she like, it's not that she doesn't want to go. Home. Is it like she goes home with you or she's it's like she doesn't want to sleep with you? Because if she's just like not interested in you, like what is the rejection? Exactly. Or exactly. What level? Right. I thought it was just like, well, then it, but then I guess. I feel like the rejection would be not them not wanting to come home with him. Yeah. Okay. So you really would. So it. you probably only would get one shot a night because you've mm-hmm. been talking to the same girl all night. P.S. Right. Loved her jeweled cardigan, and I almost oh. feel like Claudia has worn that, or it was like, right? I could see that. Yeah. That blonde, like the blonde, and then like that honey colored. Mm-hmm. You know, crystal. Yeah thing i feel like i've seen claudia wear that or i'm just feel like she should like that feels like it came from claudia's house you know yeah yeah right it was like yeah real specific i miss claudia by the way oh, same <laughs> right what a fucking bitch i love her <sighs> so um three martini girls doesn't um she like heads over and Robin doesn't understand what the problem is until it's explained to her in Canadian terms. And we get a we get a good line here of if someone from the Vancouver Canucks walked through that door, my panties would drop so hard. There'd be a hole in the floor halfway to China. <laughs> Fucking hell. So good. So, so good. Although now I'm wondering halfway to China, is that? Oh, like is it? Does it imply that China's like beneath us? I just figured it was like the other side of the world. Me too. That's how I thought of it. Now I feel bad. Well, now I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. It's good to talk about yeah, this stuff, make, guys. That's what makes me feel bad. Like I don't know. Hmm. We'll we'll look into it. Yeah. Um. I I mean I haven't said that since I was a kid, but I'm just wondering if that's it. Has I feel like it has gone out of style, right? Like no one says mm-hmm. that anymore. So, um, because science, we know you, like, we don't have the tools or the capability to do that. Right. Exactly. So, um, Swisher. Okay. So Swisher being in the bar has given Barney the yips as well. So it seemed like the girl wanted to stick around, but then Barney's like, Hey, let's put our sexes together. He just like 
melts down. He has the fucking yips. He comes back over. He's been rejected or about to be rejected. And Marshall's <laughs> comforting him. And it turns out every uh, everyone's been having a tough week. So this this whole thing, you know, watching him do this, it was fun for everybody. And, like, he mm-hmm. appreciates that. And now, now Robin has a soulmate whose name is Dale. And, 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 and Robin also used the fucking toothbrush. So all four of them have shared a toothbrush for multiple years overlapping. I love it so much. So now Lily sees that everybody really needs a win. And she decides to finally do the crazy Lily thing we've needed her to do. Mm-hmm. which is jump in front of this girl and distract her, um, which she does. <laughs> but it fucking backfires because Wendy is so, so helpful. Yeah, Marshall jinxes it. And he goes, oh, there really is no such thing as a jinx. Right, right. Oh, and I do love Marshall's uh, sportscaster. Oh, yeah. Aldrin's like the, got a beat on him. <laughs> the play-by-play. Yeah, Good. it's cute. <clears throat> so, yeah, she starts to head over again, but... Everybody else in the group cuts her off and sits down. And there's another cute little moment where Nick Swisher says he thinks that the toothbrush story is actually sweet and not gross. And Marshall just walks over to Lily, who's sitting at her fake ankle, bro- broken ankle table. And he's like, Lily, Nick Swisher thinks we're sweet. That's <laughs> just such a cute little moment. It was moment. really cute. Yeah. It's like, we're it okay. Was. And it turns out Nick Swisher loves hockey, so he's, like, healing the world here. He's yeah. just absolving them of their I sadness. I live right upstairs. I love Robin. has, like, Robin. no chill. She cannot. She's like, you like hockey? Okay. Marsh- and Barney's done it. He did it. Yeah. Seven up, seven down. Seven up, seven down. They distracted Swisher. They kept the girl away, and he was able to go over and <clears throat> s- lock back in in time. Yep. For the full, for the full perfect week. And then to make it an even better perfect week, we find out that Barney does not get fired. He keeps his Yay. job. Yep. I said so. he, know, he knows too much. Yeah. So he'll never get Clearly. fired. Clearly. Never no. get fired. So yeah, so they celebrate at the bar. Barney's tie gets retired. There's hats because, you know, when you do sizes, people's feelings get hurt. <laughs> Marshall. Um, Marshall. Um, I don't like doing that because you don't know how the shirt runs. Oh, and every shirt is different. And then like, I feel bad when I tell somebody, oh, you should probably get this. And then the shirt runs big or small. Yeah, and, like, right. It, it, no, I it's a nightmare. Hats, it's a night. No, no one you. wants a hat, but it's better no. than a yeah. shirt. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. <laughs> Administratively, it's Agreed. better than a shirt. Yeah. Agreed. Totally. Um, you know, and Ted makes a sarcastic joke about, yeah, like. You know, um, someday I'm going to set my kids down and tell them about the time that Uncle Barney nailed seven chicks <laughs> in a row and ha, 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 am I a bad dad? Yes, Ted. Today you are, yes. Today you are, like, today you are, especially because that episode sucks. Sucks. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and then there's, like, a little scene that I'm not even going to talk about. It's, it's another, so, like, oh, God, I know. Blech. Wow, guys, we might have... I cannot believe there is an episode that is actually. I can't believe Zuer Falls is not running unopposed for worst <laughs> episode of this season. That's what I would like to say. Wow, that's wild. That's fucking wild. 
At least Zora Falls isn't racist. At least I don't That's remember true. it being racist. I know. We'll we'll have to see how we feel about it because it's not one you watch often. I've watched it maybe twice. Yeah. And I've so. watched every other episode 9,000 times. <laughs> like, that's conservative. I hate that episode. Like, I'm, The good news is. the good, coming up. The good news is Rabbit or Duck is next. And the, Rabbit or Duck is my, a top. A top episode. There's, it is. Or there is at least a top scene in Himium history. And I have a whole story about a similar fight that I got in with my fucking family. I can't that wait. That we can talk about. Anyway, but before we get there, we do have some legendary moments from our friends. Um, and remember, if you're a patron, you get your emails read in their entirety. So we have mostly patrons tonight, um, but we only have eight. So it's going to be great. First up is Chris, who is a new patron. Thank you, Chris. Woo-hoo, thank you, Chris. Hey, hello, hey, beautiful, longtime listener, first time emailer. I just signed up on the Patreon after finishing binge listening to the episodes available. Now I am doomed forever to wait week to bye week for you to release another episode. I'm also caught up on buffering the Vampire Slayer and Angel on top, so I'm just fucked. <laughs> Ooh, we need more recommendations for Chris for podcasts. Mm. Now I have pods come out every week. Seven that come out weekly, and then you, but I have a lot of free time, and it was nice having a pod to binge on lights I cleaned at work. Oh, good. I'm glad that we could get you through that. As for my history with Himyam, I was an early investor. As a guy with no social life, I live for TV, to the point where I used to record every show I watched on the VHS to rewatch over and over. I absolutely did that, too. By the time Himyam was coming out, I am pretty sure I was done with that, mainly because TV shows were starting to put full seasons out on DVD. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure either I either saw the new fall shows listing for him and being a fan of rom-coms and Allison Hannigan, of course, I knew it was a show for me. I watched the pilot live and my satellite went out before the bomb drop of And That's Kids is how I met your Aunt Robin. <gasps> Can you imagine not seeing that when it aired? And Wait. Then, so he thought that Robin was the mother. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. Can you imagine not seeing that when it aired and then talking to your friends the next day only to find out she wasn't the mother? Oh, my Lord. That's some water cooler TV right there. I fell off the show eventually and then watched it on reruns. And eventually, about a month before the final season, binged them all on Netflix so I could watch the final season live. Awesome. I love the pod. Sound quality aside. Last cigarette (sighs) ever had really low volume for some reason. Oh, that was because we had one... We were one even... microphone for three people. Oh, me, Chris, and Jeanette. yes, yes, yes. That was the three. Yeah, I did the best I could. Oh, for sure. As for this particular uh, episode, it's a huge meh for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea of sleeping with multiple people in one week just is just gross. I like the concept of him because no interviews on Sports Center. I don't know. Okay, I think there's a word missing. And the cook poo joke, while childish, was really amusing, especially the way it came back at the end of the episode. I'm looking forward to how I met your father, but so far, aside from Hillary Duff, I don't care about the cast. Hopefully, they are all able to shine. Like, oh shit, there's more. Hang on. I got it. Okay. Uh, they are all able to shine, like the cast of Himyum, <clears throat> and then it says Patreon member Chris. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you, Chris. Next up is Rufus, and Rufus writes, Hi, K&K. I just finished listening to your Girls vs. Suits episode, and you are dead right about Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa. 
Not only was your voice for her absolutely perfect, but if you want to give constructive criticism, do it, but don't be a dick. Thank Amen. you. Thank I you. love this episode. I think it has the awesome just sitting around a bar feel to a Craig and Carter episode. I was hmm. surprised to hear it wasn't written by them. And love the way it not only humanizes Barney's horrible sexual activities by showing it as a coping mechanism, but also suggests that his entire life of horrible sexual endeavors are also just a coping mechanism. Oh, yeah, for sure. My my legendary moment would be the scene where Barney is offered performance-enhancing drugs. (laughs) I love how loopy and tranquil Lily is, Marshall's weird childlike giggle, and the way he calmly says he has to go to the hospital. I also love the chemistry Barney and Jim Nance have. It is inexplicably mm. perfect. Anyway, I hope work is going all right with you too, and I hope you had a great summer break. Love from the UK, Rufus. Thank you, Rufus. Thank you, Rufus. I hope you guys that actually like this episode um, know that everything we say is with peace and love. Yeah. yeah. There's room for all. These are the things that we as a society are allowed to disagree on, right? I'm not a sports Whether person, TV but I'm sure Chris would like would have Chris would have loved it. Yeah. Or loves it, you know Liz, what I mean? I'm sure this would be one of Liz's favorite episodes because I'm like, I don't get it's it. It's so tired of sports. It. Um yeah. and Barney. And Barney is like Liz's Chris's favorite. Chris's favorite, yeah. All all Barney has to do is like walk into a scene and Liz is just ready to laugh. It's yep. so sweet. So it's not it's everyone has different things they love about the show. We say this all the time and we mean it. Like I like arguing with people mm-hmm. and debating people and there are there are still things we can do that about. It's not like this people talking about like cancel culture and PC and all this other shit. That is stuff that we never should have been arguing about. <laughs> like no. r- like race and gender and like who is valid and who isn't. Like not that shit, but That's- this. Did you like this TV episode? Yes or no? Like fucking fight for that shit. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Like, fuck. Um, so, yes, I love that people like episodes that I don't like and vice versa. I'm sure there are people out there who love who are false. And I hope I you can't ri- wait. I hope you write in because maybe you're seeing something I'm not. Yeah. I really doubt it, but maybe you are. Um, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> next up is Mena. Ooh, cool. Hello, Kate and Caitlin. Oh, God, I'm losing my voice. All the way from Wales. Hope you guys are doing fabulous. I've listened to the podcast for a while, but never sent in a legendary moment before. So here goes. <laughs> My legendary moment has got to be Ted's absolute horror at the realization that he's been sharing a toothbrush with Marshall and Lily for eight years. As the realization hits him like a truck, he looks like he's rethinking every decision he's ever made. Thank you, Mena. And she had a, Thanks, Mena. Mena also had some other very nice things to say. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. So kind and sweet. Appreciate your words. Next up is Claire. Claire writes, hey, beautiful ladies. It wasn't my favorite <clears throat> episode with the pursuit of the pers- perfect week and mm-hmm. how cringeworthy the cook poo storyline was. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to give a legendary moment to the discovery that four people were sharing a toothbrush. <laughs> Tons of love all the way. Uh, to all the HB fam from Australia, Claire. Thank you, Claire. And Thanks, I mean, Claire. That's the A plot. We've decided yeah, that's the A plot. It's, that is the A plot. Uh, up next is our friend Tish. And Tish says, Hey, ladies, sorry I missed you last week. Work was crazy and I totally missed the deadline. Anyway, on to this week. The cook poop jokes always gets me, Tish. <laughs> oh, oh, man. She's going to be. 
this is the uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We hate them. We hate them. Um, always against me. I'm a child, and for that reason, the entire Cook Poo storyline is all. If 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 Pooh wasn't the name, like it, it was just so obviously tied to her ethnicity, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what makes the joke suck. It could have been spelled in a French way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in a way, yeah. there was, yeah. they're just, they just could have, whatever. It was, yeah. Anyway. Like you said, like the German name. Yes, yes, yes. Turdburger, which is way better. <laughs> um, okay, so Tish says, P.S. In defense of all Hotmail users, Vanessa doesn't speak for all of us. Yes. I love it. P.S.S. Seems like Vanessa might just need some of them amazing, co- those amazing cookies. Keep chewing directly into the camera. <laughs> Much love from someone who is gluten intolerant and would probably risk it all for Rachel's <laughs> regards, Tish. Oh, my God. That's oh, so sweet. So good. Thanks, Tish. So good. Yeah. So, all right. So, this is Joanna. No, 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 no. Joanna Garcia oh, oh, oh. is the name. Oh. oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just got and just read that. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. that part, too. Oh, and I forgot to say that. Nick Swisher's Nick married. Swisher, the New York. Yeah, he clearly could get anybody. He even got the girl next door. I had like a whole Maggie. line. I was going to say something about that, Maggie. That's, and, I think we mentioned it on on the girl next door, on the but window. But I definitely didn't remember put that together that he was on this episode. If I said he was married, she married a New York Yankee. Because I didn't, I, was, mm. I had a Google. I'm like, is he really a Yankee? Yeah. I don't know that name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is so cute. Yeah, this right. is cute. All right, next up is Chris, and Chris writes, Hey, wonderful podcasters. Sorry to be emailing you from a Hotmail account. I never got a new personal one after I set it up in college. Class of 96, same as Ted, Marshall, and Lily. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that, that's cute, and also it shows right there just how old Hotmail is. Yeah. And so, like, thank you for, for you know, being a good sport about Hotmail. I mean, you know Hotmail's old. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know you had, you like, know a personal old. GeoCities account, then, yeah, like, yeah. you would know. Right, exactly. You know? Uh, get yourself like a Squarespace or whatever. The- <laughs> yeah, get off GeoCities. ads. Yeah. Oh, so bad. Um, since I usually only use email for work, but mm. I still think I'm okay. We think you're okay. You're too, great. Chris. You're great. You're great. Nice of one of you dabbling in community, a show I've rewatched almost as often as Himium. You're right. Not as much heart, but very clever. And some of the characters become more likable. Absolutely Her- correct. On my second watch, that's very true. Perfect Week was not a great episode of the show, mm-hmm. but like even the worst episodes, it has some chuckles and cute moments. I want to call out the use of Nick Swisher as the Yankee to be used in this episode since he is the husband of one of my favorite actresses and the girl next door in Himyam, Joanna Garcia. Thank you, Do you Chris, think that's for why he that. was the Yankee in it? Because of yes. that connection? Uh, or were they married then? Um, I don't know. I Did actually they meet through Himyam? No, because the window was earlier this season, right? Yeah. Well, maybe they filmed them back to back. This could have been yeah. filmed at any time. True. So maybe like while they had, oh, what yeah. if, here's my theory. Here's my fucking theory. They had Joanna Garcia for mm-hmm. the window. Nick mm-hmm. Swisher came with her out to California and they were like, you have hey. a week to write an episode where we can use this fucking guy. And that's how this fucking episode got written. No wonder it's trash. Built around baseball. Yep. And Nick Swisher. And Nick Swisher. Because why would a Californian be, why would right. a New York Yankee be in California? Be- <sighs> How fucking smart am I? 
You're very smart. Dude, I, I guarantee that's what it is. They got married in 2010. Or they got her on the show and then they like negotiated him into the show too. Like, what year did they get married? 2010. That's the year that this show f- came out. This episode hmm. was early 2010. When did they get together? Looking, I don't know. I'm looking up if what I can about uh You know more will be on, on her fucking Wikipedia than his. They never talk about men's relationships. She started dating him in 09. They got engaged in May 2010. So they were dating when she went on the show. You fucking know that he went out there with her. Yeah, do it like be impressed. Yeah, impress yes. her. And they were like, dude, we need a bottle drop-in episode that has no stakes. We just yep. want to put Nick Swisher as a fucking stunt cast on this show. I fucking guarantee that's what happened. I won't guarantee, but that sounds right. I agree. Okay, cool. 100%. Great. 100%. There, I mean, you can't convince me that there's an alternative right, to now that, this that, story. Now that you see it, it seems so clear, right? Yeah. All right. Crystal. Cool. cool. Crystal. Next up is Culpash. Hey, girls. This is one of my go-to episodes when I am bored. Interesting. You don't need any context. Very, very true. And it's more of a filler episode about Barney scoring seven days with seven girls. My legmo, however, is the toothbrush thing. Literally everybody's. Uh, I am guilty of using my wife's toothbrush once. And needless to say that the brush found itself into the trash when she found it. And with a warning that I might suffer the same fate if I am not careful. Oh, my God. I love that, Colvash. Thank you so much. And last, but definitely not least, our friend Adam. Adam! This episode is definitely a fun one. To take time off the journey, the whole adventure, Mm. and the way it was baseball, like, I loved it. I've never had a perfect week. I'm only a four-for-four guy. Still, for me, not too bad. That's That's pretty good. good. I don't... Have I had sex four days in a row ever? Seems like a lot. (laughs) Especially I, if it's dating, right? And like you're having to go out yeah. and do all that. Like Oof. if you have to work for it. Yeah. A little even a little me. bit. Couldn't be me. Could no. not be me. <gasps> oh, I had a I had a pretty good weekend once. Oh yeah? Yeah. Slutty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Still for me, not too bad. But let me say cook <sighs> cook poo. He likes cook poo? I don't know. I can't tell. There's no, it's just exclamation points. Oh, point. I I'm see. Gonna, you know? Mm, I think, I right. think we might change some people's minds about cook poo. And I think it might, um, maybe be a, be a, a glass shattering thing, like a, mm. a spoiler alert moment. I don't, I don't, I don't, like you said before, like I didn't love it before, but I didn't find it like this, like and, cheap. And maybe I, I didn't love it before, but I didn't have the language for why. Yeah. I yeah, just knew, just knew it, it was felt, something was wrong. It feels like you're fucking punching a child. Like you're yeah. punching down on someone who's defenseless. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Not because Asian people look young. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying someone defenseless. Or someone you like have power name. over. That's like and somebody, it's their like, name that their parents gave them. <sighs> just shitty. All right. Well, it just oh, makes you I, think. I just said shitty. Oh, God. It just makes you think about all the kids who had to hear that every day at school mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. people made fun of, like, fun of their name, I mean, fun of their lunch, fun of their parents. Like, yeah. watching Pen15 has, like, 
like I I knew about that because my best one of my best friends growing up was Filipina. So her mom um, was was from the Philippines, and so she had an accent. And I'm sure that that kids were mean to her about it, right? Mm. But I don't mm. I I don't remember seeing it. So hey. you know, so and but then watching Pen Fifteen recently reminded me of that, and um, just hearing how like everything. It's just when you're in like a, a majority white environment, everything is is like directed at you. It's like so fucking stressful. Then this girl gets to college and her dumb white professor is like, oh, like it still happens. Like I'm in a predominantly white elementary school and there's um, all, you know, kids, all different, you know, ethnicities, races, cultures, everything with um. Like, not a large majority, but, like, pockets. Mm -hmm. And there's some, you know, not everyone's named Ryan or (laughs) Olivia. Yeah, right, right, Um, right. And some of the teachers, like, one in in this diversity, equity, inclusion group that I'm in. Yeah. um, The teacher was like, I felt uncomfortable saying his name for, like, the first two days. I'm like, so you didn't say this (gasps) kindergarten kid's name for two days? Oh, my God. because you felt uncomfortable saying, how do you say your name? We're asking the parents how to pronounce it. I'm like, that's terrible. Oh, God. As the adults, we need to do better. But anyway, yeah, so hope all is great and you two are safe. Your friend, Adam. Thanks, Thanks Adam. Adam. Now, like if they did that joke today, here's how it would go. And I think it would be funnier. It would be Ted would say that and being a cocky first year teacher or second year teacher, he would have thought he was like reigning in some foolishness, right? Mm-hmm. All of that part of the joke is fine. It's the reaction to the joke that is where you know what, like, the tone of the writer is. Yeah. Because how I would have written that joke is Ted did that and felt so fucking humiliated that he had done that to this girl mm-hmm. that that would have been, like, the cringy a- aspect of the episode. Not this and poor I, girl being sad and like, and they could make fun of Ted for like, I can't believe you did Ted. that to her. Make fun You're of such Ted. such a shit. You're a shithead. Or and like, shit. and but do it in a way that like is obvious that all of them probably would have felt this like done the same thing. Yeah, but he's just the one it happened to, so they're all like really going in on him, piling like, in. Like, on wow, him. Ted, I didn't realize you were such a like racist. A ra- racist. You know what I mean? Like, it was an honest mistake, and then. You see your friend eating himself alive, and so you you rag on him for it. Yeah, that's exactly. way funnier. <laughs> that's way funnier. But and yeah, uh, way funnier to me at least. Um, what's your legendary moment, Caitlin? The toothbrush. Yeah. Specifically, I love the. A the plot. I love the, yeah, the a plot naturally. I love um, the the final realization that they've all shared it. Like, there's like a nice sense of completion yes, of that. Me- but my favorite is actually. When, when they flash back to them telling the couple, and we get the couple responding, and then the pullback, and the then pullback. the pullback, the pullback of of yes, Ted and Robin, the story right? layers, yeah, like every day for eight years, like just the way that they do that, <laughs> the same toothbrush, like right, and like is that weird? Super weird. And it was like exactly what I would say, right? Yeah. It was like every day. The same toothbrush, like just so perfect. So that would be mine. 
That's a great one. Thanks. I love it. So like we said, uh, we'll be back next time with Rabbit or Duck, which is uh, such a good episode. So good. Thank yes. you for listening, everybody, um, especially to this completely off the freaking map <laughs> episode that we did. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. If you want more high, beautiful episodes, let us know in, let your, us know. in your emails. Um, speaking of which, you can send your legendary moments for Rabbit or Duck to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. That's gmail.com, not hotmail. Hotmail. Thanks, as always, to Rachel's Cookies and Treats for filling up our freezers with deliciousness. If you love this recap, make sure you leave us an Apple Podcast review. They are so helpful. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you're listening so you never miss a recap. And we hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl All. 